0: Hey guys, just want to let you know that there is a little bit of foul language in this episode. It's mostly towards the back half of it. Uh, Nothing too crass, but you know, if you have some little ones in the room while you're listening to this, just keep that in mind. Enjoy. Welcome to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive, our weekly podcast where we share our stories of starting and running our float Center. We love it when you join us as we work together to raise our education level on building, marketing, and running our float centers. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Art of the Float and on artofthefloat.com to find show notes, links, picture, pictures from every episode, all that good stuff. I think this is the last week we're missing Amy Grimes. She's going to be back with us next week and regale us with her adventures of opening a second float center, uh, which means Danielle should probably join us for another episode after this one, because (laughs) we do have Danielle Savory joining us tonight. We'll introduce her in just a minute. Uh, She is, I believe, a life coach, and i perhaps business coach as well. And uh, she's going to be talking about burnout specifically tonight. So I'm really excited about that uh, because it's pretty apropos to my life at the moment. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Dylan. I own the float shop with my wife, Sandra, in Portland, Oregon. And I'm joined, of course, with Brian Van Pesky, co-founder of Art of the Float, and uh, the uh, Liberace of the engineering board back there. Let's see here. We've got some thanks to give here. Oh, we hand this off to Brian now. Brian, who should we say oh, thanks to?
1: It's my new thing this week, huh? It's my, <laughs> my new thing every week going forward. That's right. <laughs> thanks, man.
0: Uh, yeah, let's thank our
1: Patreon supporters this week. Uh, Crystal Garcia, Ryan Butts, and Tim Warsham. Thank you so much for uh, supporting us and becoming patrons. Uh, actually, Dylan just released his uh, especially priced bonus set. Um, that we just made available to our Patreon supporters. I believe that's uh, that discounted set's available to the end of the month. So, uh, photos, yeah, float photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those photos look great, Dylan. You did an awesome job um, with those. I think you told the story of those photos uh, last episode. Last week, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I always think my photos are pretty, but the response on this one has been really strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> People really seem to like this set. And there's 40 images. Uh, I think they're really useful. I've really been focusing on the negative space so you can put in your text and stuff like that for mm. for your promos and ads and all yep. that stuff.
1: Awesome work. So thanks again. If you're interested in supporting
0: us, uh, visit artofthefloat.com forward slash Patreon. That's right. And the Float Conference is coming up. It's really important to get your tickets now. Uh, get it soon. August 18th and 19th is the float conference. You got to book your flight. You got to get everything together. Get your tickets now. There's, mm-hmm. there's nothing to wait for. The float conference is it. It's epic. Uh, it's an incredible learning experience, but it's also an incredible bonding experience. These are friends you're going to make for the rest of your life at the conference. Uh, it's, it's just a no-brainer if you're interested in the industry and everybody who's already been there knows. They're just like, yeah, absolutely. You, this is just what you do. You go to the float conference. Floatconference.com is where you want to go to learn about the speakers who are speaking this year, look at ticket prices, see the events, which are also occurring on Friday. There is a bus tour, by the way. You can go ahead and uh, check out all the float centers in Portland. It, the number is continuing to grow. And I think the float shop is the first one on that tour. So mm, come on number down. Number one, and baby. Say hi to Sandra. That's right. <laughs> Again, floatconference.com is where you want to go. Whew, man. I. Uh, Finally installing that FRP in uh, the float shop, and my goodness, it is... um,
1: Everything you hoped and dreamed it would be?
0: It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous, Mm, but uh, just the work behind it is absolutely insane. Actually, installing it isn't that bad. It's actually just the um, dealers I've been working with to get the products and everything has just been extremely... has been extremely difficult. Uh, So, yes. Um, You know, just a little uh, caveat here. I did explain last week, in case you didn't hear, I've moved, which is really exciting. I'm in a new house, and I don't have a podcasting booth. So if you hear a baby screaming in the background... It's a little bit different of an episode, a little uh, not not quite the professional uh, mark we try to hit with our podcast, but uh, at the same time, I find it super enduring. So, (laughs) Um, in fact, actually, hey Danielle, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Good. How are you doing?
0: Doing very well, thank you. Danielle, uh, you have two kids. Do you know what it's like to have kids interrupting your work at all? Is that a thing you've ever experienced? Or <laughs> no, did you just train them right out no of the idea. gate? No, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea
2: what you're talking about. <laughs> no, that might happen. I tried to set the hubby up like do not enter the house, do not speak, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like do not do anything just scooter like the whole night <laughs> until I give you the go ahead. So, hopefully that works out.
0: Perfect. So Daniel Danielle, Danielle Savery, welcome again to the show. And can you can you introduce yourself? You are a life coach.
2: Yeah. So I'm a master certified life coach, a uh, mind body coach, and I am a mindfulness teacher and speaker. Um, and so I don't say that I'm a business coach only okay. because I work I work with businesses. Um, but it's more from the perspective of taking care of you, not mm. advising you on your How to business. run your
0: business, yeah, and
2: I think sometimes that label is misused with coaches. I'm like, unless you're advising or consulting on the business, yeah, it's a little bit different.
0: That makes sense, yeah. Uh, and I, I do just have to point out, you've got the door behind you. I don't know if you've ever seen the CNN video where the guy is talking to CNN and the little girl walks in <laughs> doing a monkey dance. But I'm just waiting for somebody to yeah, walk through that like, door. <laughs> no.
1: Uh, yes. <yeah. laughs> no. <laughs> no. They're no. on scooters until they pass out on scooters. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I, um, gosh, how do we know each other? Danielle, oh, I guess we went to high school. High together, school. Yeah. But we weren't, I wouldn't say we were besties in high school, <laughs> but no. we, yeah.
1: Um,
0: but uh, you started renting a space from the float shop. And I think that's where yeah. we became more acquainted. And um, I realized you were awesome. And I think now is the perfect time to have you on talking about burnout because it's something uh, so many people in the float, I think, honestly, it's probably just people in general in starting their mm-hmm. own businesses experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will say <laughs> we, th- we think we're special and the float, um, industry is tough. There's a lot more work to it than people think. It's not as turnkey as people think. Uh, yeah. and, um, and, and I guess, again, back to like any entrepreneur, you're just spinning all the plates, right? You have to do the mm-hmm. marketing, you have to work mm-hmm. in, in house, you have to do all the things and yeah. it, uh, tends to burn one out. I personally, uh, woke up at five 30 this morning, um, My daughter woke up, I should say, at 5.30 this morning, so I was Mm -hmm. up at 5.30. Um, I'm launching uh, a product for Art of the Float. Uh, We've got a podcast tonight. We're launching a campaign for the float shop, which should have gone out literally a month ago uh, for a heroic summer float challenge. Which is just uh, silly, but it's just amazing how things back up. Then they take mm-hmm. up space in your brain, and even mm-hmm. when you're relaxing, they're just spinning back there because you know you should be doing them. But your wife's like saying, "No, yo, know, you should, you should take a break right now." <laughs> um, but then it's it's still spinning, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, So it's it's tough. Um, Does any of that resonate with you? (laughs) Does (laughs) any of that sound familiar?
2: Uh, No, I mean, completely. Like from, I mean, obviously from the clients that I work with, it sounds very familiar, but I don't Mm -hmm. know if you know, but my husband and I have been you know, an entrepreneurial house, basically, since like a couple years out of college. And so we've always owned our own businesses. And I say we because as you know, even if there's like one, you know, it was his, there's, there's a huge level of support there. So we went, you know straight out of college we had jobs for maybe like two or three years that didn't work out so well for <laughs> us <laughs> like, also, we're not me meant to that. we're not meant to to be bossed around Yeah yeah um and so then he um started his own web design agency and I was oh, okay. supporting him in that and then um and then I ended up taking over as the director of operations there and kind of overseeing everything as he took a step back to pursue this idea that he came up with for a software product. And so we have been, you know, in like this, he created, you know, a startup software company, which is very hard as well to support Uh. because there's how many, you know, software ideas out there and all of the rounds of funding you have to go through and all of the hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt that you go into um, with IRS, with banks, with everything else to like hope that your dream works out. So I 100% understand what it's like to have a family or to not have a family from the very beginning to the end, getting clients, all of that, getting people to buy into your idea, getting people to um, believe in your dream when you're trying to believe it in yourself mm-hmm. without, without the doubt.
0: And without you have... Self- you have two amazing girls how old are they yes
2: um monroe is four and a half and harlow just turned seven
0: okay yeah. so pretty much the whole time
2: mm-hmm.
0: you've been doing your own businesses you've had
2: <laughs> yeah we've had, we've had kids um it, when, when george started the um software company it was right after we had my first baby and i remember coming out just like a baby in arm and like breastfeeding and i just looked at him and i was like Show me the money. Like this is <laughs> Like you are not eating lunch out. No more coffees. I was like, you've got to drive grandma's old car.
1: We're getting rid oh, of the wow. other one. Like
2: all of it. Like this is this is
0: it. You and know? was he like totally on board, or was it just like? It yes, was like ma'am, a look in eye. Like, <laughs> I was
2: like, we got to do this. Like because yeah. this is like a matter of survival, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know, that Which point. is very
0: and compelling. <laughs>
2: yeah and mama bear comes in you know mm-hmm. and it's like there's a whole different energy when you have a family to take care of on yes. top of a business not to mention the whole like marriage and relationship too <laughs> you know oh, there's yeah. a lot of things another, huh, yeah that's I should, another part I pay
0: attention to that right <laughs> yeah, right yeah
2: yeah yeah <laughs> so um but i'm curious like when you say burnout, like what mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean or when do you hear other people saying burnout? Like, is it like, I'm ready to quit or you're just exhausted? Like, what? Like, explain to me more what you mean by that.
0: Yeah, I think those... So, I don't personally think I am actually experiencing burnout currently. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm experiencing overwhelm, which I think mm-hmm. too much of that leads to burnout. But, right. but um, I do not think that we're in that situation yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the, yes to both your questions. So, like, yes, uh, people... It becomes so much work that people want to quit. They're just um, spinning... All the time, right? Just Mm -hmm. spin, spin, spin. And like, they don't even have the opportunity to kick back and watch Netflix and quietly in the back of their brain still be spinning. (laughs) They Mm -hmm. are like literally at their computer every waking moment to Mm -hmm. uh, work on their business. Or I say in front of their computer or with a wrench doing plumbing on their float tank or just doing, you know, they're out at events and, um, you know, Some people are very extroverted, other people aren't, and so it costs more to be out there interacting with people. Um, And then you don't have that refresh time. And so um, for me, when I did experience burnout, um, I I would probably say the main time I experienced extreme burnout was when I first opened the float shop, and uh, I did almost all of the construction and then didn't have a break because then it was time to open because we literally ran out of money and just said, okay, we need to open Mm -hmm. ASAP. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it was greeting people, which was... Very satisfying, like that gave me new energy, but there was another part of me that never got to recover from that, and so mm-hmm. uh, was still um, spinning and a new stress of paying rent and uh, and I say rent but like a mortgage and rent and trying to eat and all of that so mm-hmm. uh, it it was a lot um, so yeah, I think within the first three years of just owning a f- uh, any business, I think in general, mm-hmm. but also just um, a float center. Um, it's, it's more than people expect because it would be best to start out with a team of five people and we don't have that. And so we're mm-hmm. doing all the things and it always feels like you could be doing more. And that's, I think we've been open seven, six, seven years, something like that. And I still feel like that. Like it's never enough. It's never satisfying. Like where it's like, yes, I accomplished this mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I can pat myself on the back.
2: Right, right. No, I totally relate um, from my own personal business building to George and everything everything else on that. Um, it's so interesting because I was like, I totally hopped into almost wanting to coach you in that moment. But <laughs> <because> <laughs> That's like, secretly like, why I brought you me. up. So, yes, like, <laughs> forget forget okay. the listener. I was like, and I'm going to no. back and come back to like helping with some tips and not just personally coach you over the phone right now. That's but, funny. you know, um, one of the things that I you know, that I just think that is so interesting. So when you talk about the spinning, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll go into kind of some ideas and tips behind that. But the spinning, and this is this is one of the main things why I teach either mindfulness practices or meditation because uh. it's that idea that we can focus our attention on what we're choosing to do. And so mm. when, when you are spinning, you're not solving anything. During that time, it's like literally just like wasted energy and it Mm -hmm. usually produces stress. It's usually triggering in some way. And so you're not actually able to tap into that part of your nervous system that you're wanting to and so oftentimes I find a lot of people even though they feel that overwhelm they feel that constant stress they feel like they're in it because their mind is in it all the time even if you have the opportunity it doesn't take a lot and I think that's the misconception is that it takes a lot of time for us to reset or refresh like we need a whole week-long vacation right Mm -hmm. we need uh, an hour-long yoga class like we need all of this and you don't actually need that much time to reset your nervous system it can even be just a few seconds but the the hard part is is that our brain gets addicted to the worry our brain gets addicted to the stress or the thinking or the planning and so we're not able we're continuing to trigger our amygdala which is like our alarm bell system in our brain that puts us back into the sympathetic nervous system like ah everything's on fire what's going to happen right and so Mm -hmm. if you can't focus your attention where you're choosing to place it you lose out on time you lose out on efficiency but you also lose out on your relaxation you lose out on your sleep because you're not able to just move like oh i see mind that you're going into trying to plan what we're doing tomorrow but actually right now i'm i'm working on relaxing or i'm working on being present with my family or i'm working on you know, um, noticing my breath, whatever it is, um, that, that is a skill. And it's a skill that we do not practice normally, unless you have a regular, you know, meditation or mindfulness practice you're doing on purpose. And that is the reason I always prescribe something like that isn't for the meditation, right? People think it's just for the meditation, it's the training. It's like, if you don't work your muscles, how would you expect to be able to lift something up if you've up, never yeah. lifted anything all during the day, then you you do it, right? It's yeah. really it's really yeah. challenging. And so this becomes a way to bring it back. It's like bringing a puppy back. You have to keep training it to do totally. that, to be able
0: and, to And our get That's back. funny that you say puppy, like that's perfect. Our brain is just a puppy, right? Just off mm-hmm. to this, to that, to the other thing. Yeah. And, and if we don't assert some kind of control and and practice that, yeah, it'll just be a puppy forever or, or just yeah. a, a poorly trained dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: yes, exactly. Yeah. And so it's, you know, this is a skill and it actually, you know, it's now in studies, you know, shown that it increases the gray matter of that part, like of your attention and your prefrontal cortex that gives you that ability. So doing a meditation or regular mindfulness practice It not only helps you learn how to do it in the moment that you're Mm -hmm. doing it, but you're increasing that like neural structure there so that you can access it. It's like I call it like stress resilience, right? Like if you're Mm -hmm. focused resilience, like if you have a bigger muscle there, it's easier to do it more often and sure. actually decreases your amygdala which is like your stress again so you're not going to get triggered as quickly mm-hmm. and you're going to be able to focus your attention so it's it goes you know multiple ways of how it's helping
0: <sighs> i'm relaxed just hearing that that's so empowering yeah. you know the, the idea that i could work out that muscle and not just just let, it let my brain spin on the next <laughs> thing this that or the other so is it um so when you were talking about it i was thinking about my wife right yeah. before bedtime it's like well, let's just watch some comedians getting coffee in mm-hmm. cars with, or I'm sure I got that name wrong, with, with Jerry Seinfeld, just to like have yeah. this reset of something silly. We're not talking about financials or the due dates of this, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, what, in, in replacement of that, what kind of mindfulness technique could go in during that time before going to bed? And then also, would you be talking about throughout the day? Uh, doing this mm-hmm. intentionally. What would that look like?
2: Yeah, totally. So first off, like the idea of like, whether it's a television show, or uh, maybe a video game, or any of these things that we think would chill us out, right? Mm-hmm. Do not actually do that. And so I just want to to say that like, it's nice sometimes, but really think of it more as like numbing out versus mm. resetting, because you do not access that part of your nervous system when you're doing that kind of thing don't get me wrong like handmaid's tale i'm all about that right
1: now <laughs> sure
0: <laughs>
2: like it's not like i'm never doing you know these things but i know that it's not my mindfulness practice and it's also not relaxing even though it might feel relaxing well handmaid's it's, tale
0: clearly is not, it's not oh my god
2: i feel like more stressed after that <laughs> right. show. Totally. Uh, so um yeah, so it's like, it's it's great to get your mind, like, especially laughing, right? Like, that's good. It's accessing the pleasure part of your brain. It's doing something else, but it's not um, inherently resetting or relaxing. And so some of the things that you can do are breathing. I know that sounds pretty obvious, but in, like, paying attention to your breath. Mm-hmm. Um, I do this four-part breath count. Um, you know, I teach this in all my corporate settings and all of that, where it's just an inhale, one, two, three, four, pause, one, two, three, four, exhale, one, two, three, four, pause, one, two, three, four. And you do that like three times and doing it in a way um, where you're paying attention, like you feel the breath like you can actually feel it coming in and you're pausing and you're counting it gives your mind number one something to do and it gives your brain um something con- to like to connect to but it's uh, the way that you're doing it in that slow way and drawing it out and um matching the inhale and the exhale signifies to your parasympathetic nervous system like hey you can activate right now we're not under attack mm-hmm we're okay and so it's just these you know it it works in multiple ways so breathing on purpose I like to say um, is a great way to quickly do it throughout the day but it's really any kind of mindfulness activity like if you are like oh my gosh my shoulders are like up to here just like intentionally I'm holding them like you guys can see me (laughs) If they're up into your ears? Oh, I'm right? sorry. Play by play. Uh,
0: Her shoulders were up high. Uh, yes, play by play. My shoulders are. They're really into expecting my a lot from earlobes. our listeners. Yes.
2: Um, you guys should probably be able to see me. So, but it's it's this thing that we do, right? Like I, one of my places is my jaw. So I continuously check in, like, is my jaw clenched? Oh, funny. Right, and if it is, then I just like I invite softness. I don't tell it to. That's another thing. We're like, just relax. Sure right? <laughs> like yeah. when you're like, well, I have a break, like when you're watching Netflix, you're probably like, just I, relax, Dylan. I,
0: I take my daughter for a walk in the morning. Um, yeah. I was pushing her in the stroller and I was like, oh yeah, oh, I guess I should explain. My shoulders are by my ears. I realized yeah. my shoulders were by my ears and I was like, I, I did what you did. Not quite as aggressively, but like, hey, enjoy this moment, right? Like, yeah. come on, bro. Yeah. Like, this is your downtime. Enjoy it. Um, But it's it's almost like giving yourself a double negative. It's hard exactly. to do that. Like just giving yourself yeah. something simple. That, that that would have been the perfect time. Yeah. Just had so a breath.
2: so even noticing your tone, I know we're all over the place right now, but like noticing your tone when you're saying that, like when we're inviting mm. these practices in, it's not, "Oh, you should relax right now. You have a moment." And I'm doing that probably harsher than your inner talk is, but we we do this. We put pressure on ourselves to relax or to chill out or to enjoy our kids or to, you know, take advantage of a moment, right? Instead of like, "Oh, I notice my body's super tense right now.
1: Hmm.
2: I'm going to invite some softness in.
0: <sighs>
2: totally different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And, and so you're not using your inner dialogue to be another trigger for your stress cycle because you're not telling yourself what you should do and what you're doing wrong and that blah, 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 right? right. Which is a whole nother part of it.
0: Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. And... So that is something. Throughout the day, you could be doing that. You could have a quote-unquote bathroom break and just step away for a few seconds. Mm -hmm. uh, Or if nobody was at the front desk, just use that time.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. And by the way, oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was just going to say, and even like when you are at the front desk, right? Like I just saw you drinking your cup of tea. I mean, there's certain things that I like to do that are uh, mental triggers for me to tap into my body throughout the day. So it's not just like thinking of breathing like you every time you drink a cup of tea or a cup of, um, you know, something cold, it's feeling the temperature on your hands, Hmm. like closing your eyes and just being present for that temperature that's going to drop you in to your body which again is a natural way to relax when you can just pay attention to anything going on with your senses like what does it smell like like bringing the tea or the food up to your your face and closing your eyes and smelling it for one waft (laughs) is like is still very um calming to the nervous system it's dropping into that moment
0: okay You know, I feel, so I I love the idea of being present in my body, and since I was doing martial arts since I think I was 13, and kayaking, and now rock climbing, like, there are these great moments of feeling like I'm in my body, but Mm -hmm. those, like, especially last month, I haven't even climbed, and Mm -hmm. I don't, I feel so in the computer, or even when I'm doing something physical, but, you know, cutting some FRP Mm -hmm. or something like that, like, I'm just thinking about the next thing, and I'm right. just thinking about the thing I'm doing, but I'm not in my body. Right. Uh, and so, for for me, the flow tank is the only time where I'm like, "Oh, okay, hey, body, and like, how are mm-hmm. we doing?" and checking in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm curious if our listeners also experience that as well. If it's just all going outside of your body all the time, you're always tapped into something else. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be nice to get back in there, you know, yeah. on on the regular.
2: Yeah. And again, I think at the beginning, it's just, it's important to remember, like, you're not used to doing this, so don't have, like, high expectations. It's mm. just, how, how could I, you know, tap in any moment? So I have people set alarms on their phone, and when the alarm goes off, it's either a breathing thing or noticing something on their body. Um, you could do other triggers, like, through the house. Like, every time I walk through my office door... I'm going to lower my shoulders huh. or um again like the tea or the coffee just starting to build in these these small moments will still make a huge difference throughout your day um but there was something that you said there i wanted to come back to um oh just you know just this idea again behind like oh only when i get in the foot tank or i haven't mm. you know climbed in a while or one of these sorts of things did you guys hear that mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this, this is our. Uh,
2: that must be the scooter example in the house. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is our amateur episode. It's great. We're making yeah. all sorts of noise. Yeah. Kids screaming yeah. in the background. It's all good. Yeah. It's just my
2: trigger to relax my shoulders every time I hear my kids. Um, but if, I'd be thing, a noodle. If, yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, but you know, the question is that I would ask, you know, for you is why? Why have you not? Fun?
0: Uh yeah, okay, for me specifically probably not like super apropos to what all the float center owners are going through, but buying a house, selling a condo, um raising a little girl who I love spending time with, um wife is pregnant with their second. Uh so there's a little bit of special attention there, uh running two businesses, Art of the Float and the Float Shop. Um and I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. So not a whole lot, but I have my excuses. Right. So, so you're saying because of all the other things. Oh, okay. All right. Let's, let's go into it a little yeah. bit more. Um, yeah. So there's also an emotional guilt part, and Sandra and I talk about this a lot, which is, uh, and, and we are working on set schedules of times yeah. when people should be working and somebody else can be watching our daughter, but uh, the idea of um, if I have free time, I should be providing support parenting. And so mm-hmm. if I disappear for three hours to go climb, that mean it's just you have to be watching Erica. You can't be doing your own thing or we can't yeah. hand her back and forth during that time. Yeah. And so yeah. we each feel that kind of guilt. And when we talk about it, we're both like, it feels good for you to go climb, it feels you uh good for you to go do your thing, you know, or go garden or paint. Right, right.
2: Yeah. So basically, you know what happened and not uh, spot at all with this but with everybody right you know what happens is we have all of these things that take priority over this taking care of ourselves and and the idea of taking care of yourself is seems like oh when I have time right you're like when my schedule allows or when I can fit it in or all of these things take a priority over that versus like thinking of it very seriously and I'm saying like a life or death situation and I don't like I know that's super dramatic and I am known to be very dramatic but that was that was a game changer for me like me doing like a yoga class or me doing an extra and it doesn't have to be three hours of climbing right like there's there's compromises there's things that we can do but Mm -hmm. me doing something to like, let my body release or to connect with my body or to get my mind right or to walk away from, like, my obligations um, is like a life or death situation because if you continue on at such a high like chronic stress you will burn out you will Mm -hmm. lose your business you can lose your family you can all of this stuff like and that's the thing that we don't think about in the moment because the Hmm. to-do's of every day seem so much more important than Mm -hmm. this long-term thing of showing up for ourselves so we can show up for our business so we can show up for our clients so we can show up for our partner or our right. children or whoever else right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if you're spinning and stressed and burnout you're not gonna be showing up as your best self for anybody
0: great yeah well when you put it that way Danielle, yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? But as business owners, this is what happens. Like this is not a you thing. This right. is a human thing, number one, and it is an entrepreneur thing. And you see it all the time.
0: So yeah. So let let's say I do need to do my marketing. I need to fix that tank. I need to mm-hmm. install new flooring. I need to need to need to need to mm-hmm. need to. This isn't mm-hmm. just I go to a nine to five and uh, I punch mm-hmm. out and I can stop thinking about it, or at least mm-hmm. it, it's easier uh, generally when it's not your own business. Um, how does that person actually find the time? Cause there, there literally are an an infinite number of things to be doing for your business.
2: Yeah. There totally is an infinite number of things to do. And I think it's about time management, but number one, it's getting your thoughts that this is not, this is worth it. Right? Like me getting my mind right and Mm. me being healthy is Mm. just as vital to my business as marketing.
0: When because I, when I hear you say it, it's like no shit, like yes, yeah, totally right? right. But it's funny how in my head I can be like no, <laughs> now no, this is more important. Yeah,
2: yeah, because because it is. It's very convincing. But the fact of the matter is, is guess what? Your creativity that comes from your marketing, your efficiency to be get your be able to get your marketing done from beginning to end yeah. is. Expand it. I mean, and this is this is not me just throwing out like woo-woo bullshit, right? Like this is like my backgrounds in neuroscience. Like this is scientifically proven to help like our creative centers, our motivation, mm. our inspiration, mm. our you know, our heart. Like, why did you get into this business? Because you love it and you believe in it and you want everybody to experience this.
0: And and by the way, it is sympathetic and parasympathetic and that is what we offer like is this huge switch in in your nervous state so like when you're talking about that our listeners know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) this is our jam like hell yeah yeah
2: yeah and so it's like even being able to like every single time that I get into this place like I just went through a launch and enrollment for my last course right it's like I got to do this marketing and Instagram and social media and I have to follow up with this and messenger this like so many blah, blah 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 yeah
0: yeah but I have talking. it on my yeah. calendar,
2: right? <laughs> like I have it on my calendar. Hike, 12 to 1.30. No
0: way. Seriously. On I thought calendar. you were going to go through all your items. I'm going to do my social media at 4 o'clock. Yeah. you have your hike. We do. on there i have
2: my hike and i put I like those in that. ahead of times because when i gets mm. really busy and when shit heads a fan and things aren't working or the kids blah 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 like that is so easy mm. and the thing is that you have to do is to also follow through with your word like you wouldn't if you and i had a meeting to talk about marketing let's say i don't do that at all so that wouldn't happen but let's just say we had a meeting you would not cancel that meeting with me
0: no but, but if you had me. a
2: but you would with yourself <laughs> exactly right. so we have to start setting up like meetings with ourself as if it was meetings with a very important business partner because every great idea i've had every person i thought that would be an ideal client that i reached out to every single like blog post marketing idea and all of this stuff guess where it came from those hikes didn't totally. come from sitting yes. in front of a damn computer wondering right. what I should talk about from a place that was uninspired and right. worn nice. out and overwhelmed.
0: It's so true. I love it. Um, even just driving, sometimes that's where my ideas come in. But you're right. It's not while you're... It's not even watching The Handmaiden's Tale. No. It's, it's not during those no, times. No,
2: it's not. It's not <laughs> when we are completely disconnected and it's not when we're trying huh. to force something out.
0: Certainly not. hmm
2: Right. You know, people feel that, like, what are you thinking when you're sitting down to a computer? I've got to get this done. I hope clients come. Is it are we going to make our bills this month? Like that is not a place you should be ever trying to sell anything from.
0: Right. I, I know. Right. And then and then all of us were trying to sell this relaxation thing and we're all wound up behind the scenes. Yeah. And then and sometimes it literally is an act like you are literally pretending to be relaxed and calm When really you feel like you have a fire in the back room. Mm -hmm. I don't think usually we don't have actual fires going on, Mm -hmm. but it it, Mm -hmm. you know it feels like that. So um, I do have to uh, give myself some props here. Danielle cusses like a sailor every time I talk to her, (laughs) and I think I cussed before her tonight. I
2: know Uh, I was like being good, and then I was like, okay, I'm sweating now. I'm like in it, fanning myself. (laughs) Like the words they have to come out. Cool. I know, I try, I try, I try. and it's very, it's it's interesting, because a lot of people, and they don't know me, and they're like, wait, you teach mindfulness, and I'm like dropping F-bombs, I'm like, this F- is, yeah,
0: I do, <laughs> it's
2: modern <laughs> mindfulness, I'm not a monk up there, I've been meditating Funny. for 10 years, I still got this, my vernacular is just different than other
0: <laughs> people, <laughs> I, I love it, well, what I how it rings true to me is, well, I guess it rings true. Like you seem like a very real person. And so like, yeah. whenever I'm talking with you, it feels like you just cut right through it. And you're yeah. right there to like, cause I've, I've listened in on a few of your, your classes and yeah. Um, yeah. it's just very real. So yeah. I appreciate that.
2: Yes. Yes. We have to keep it real sometimes. Um, So I did want to come back just to this like time thing. Cause I want to give Please. you guys some, you know, some takeaways, like number one, like coming back to like, putting it on your calendar of your time to reset and you might not even know what it is but it could just be like reset time and and the important thing with getting into your body like if it's hiking or yoga or going for a float or whatever is that and you guys probably talk about it in in your podcast even, I bet, is like the stress cycle, right? So it's not just like helping us prevent our stress cycle or minimize our stress, but you have to get out of your stress cycle. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes, like at the end of the day, let's say that you want to watch TV. Well, during that moment, there is nothing stressful in that moment, right? Right. Even if you completed your whole to-do list, let's just live in a dream world and say sure. everything is on your to-do list is done, right? Okay. Or you go on vacation and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm finally on vacation," but you can't really relax. Like you yes. just end up getting like really drunk and then passing out by the pool. Oh, okay. <laughs> just kidding. I That's never happened. To that. Never. I cannot relate yeah. at all.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> but like you know, so you you work it up, and you're like, "Why am I still all wound up?" And it's yeah. because. The stressors, O-R-S, are gone, but the stress is not. Mm -hmm. And so the stress still is in our bodies. And so you have to complete that stress cycle. And I encourage you to complete that stress cycle every single day. And so you have to metabolize it out of your body. That's why people talk about exercise being so good for your body Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, or meditation or floating or all of these sorts of things because it helps... Mm complete that stress cycle
0: so so meditation and floating would be similar because i feel like the physical act of doing something like feels very different to me than floating or meditating
2: it depends on what kind of stress you're in right so the reset and getting accessing that other part of your nervous system is super important and getting a balance to that sometimes that that's enough other times when you feel like really worked up Um, A lot of times it is actual physical movement. And I Mm -hmm. also like to think of it, um, you know, we know this fight or flight. And it's interesting because you'll feel different energy if if it's fight or flight. Like if you feel like you're under attack, that's fight, right? So you're going to have a fight response. Mm -hmm. Punching. Because our punching will get actually more blood flow into our arms. So even just like in the air, punching will help you metabolize that. If you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm being chased like by all of the things. And again, these are evolutionary speaking, like running or moving your, your legs. Uh-huh. And so you can kind of just close your eyes and feel like, where am I feeling like this jolt of energy and then respond accordingly I just dance because then it's and I'm not a dancer I like we have we have naked baby dance parties at our house (laughs) like every night and we just turn almost a lot of a lot of nights yeah you know whether it's Whitney Houston or uh, you know some some good hip-hop or whatever we we (laughs) do some some dance parties at our house and so it's like two or three songs that's all it takes with the kids it gets all of our like wiley's out we're good
0: okay yeah and okay i like that a lot and that's right before right before bed Mm -hmm. okay cool all right well
2: right before book reading
0: sure yeah 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 got it before like it all winds down yeah and is that also just like it's okay to be silly and
2: Yeah, it's the playfulness. Yep, it's all of that. So getting out of your stress cycle. And then the other stuff is actually like, how can I reduce my triggers of being stressed? And so... That is a huge thing. We out outward stresses, right? Like so if you systems, all of that stuff obviously work on that. Delegation, like, do I really need to do this or can somebody else do this for me? Am I afraid to ask? Why yeah. am I afraid to ask? That's something that I feel like I have to coach everybody through, right? Like I'm sure you can do it, but should you be doing it? Could right. your time and energy be used somewhere else more efficiently?
0: And, man, delegation is something we talk about a lot on this show. Um, mm-hmm. both Amy, my co-host, and I are very, um, I'm not sure what the positive way to to say this, but very meticulous about how we want something to be, Mm -hmm. and it basically feels like uh, somebody else isn't going to do it as well, or it's going to take too long to train them to do it as well, which Mm -hmm. is a complete misnomer, right? Like, it's always worth the investment.
2: Yeah, Uh, it totally is, and also just... um... Well, the next thing I was going to lead into is just the thoughts, right? The thoughts that trigger. So it's like if we have particular thoughts that trigger stress, like it won't, that's thought, it won't be good, done well Mm. enough or good enough unless I do it. Mm -hmm. That's a stressful thought.
0: Right. Totally. You're right. Yeah.
2: Like how does that make you feel?
0: It's all on me. And as opposed to, it can be different than what's in my head. Yeah. Still be, still be quality. Yeah. Um, also, empowering somebody else feels good too. Yeah. Um, there's all sorts of positive ways to think about that.
2: Right. Right. So it's we don't give enough credit to our thoughts, conscious or not, which is another reason I think mindfulness is so important, is because it brings awareness to these thoughts that might otherwise be subconscious and mm. to um, the thinking that's causing stress. Because unless you kind of like peek into your brain and see what's going on. You're not gonna know half the right. time while you're walked around like all wound up because you have no idea what the half of... Sorry, I was trying not to swear and then no, it no, kind of came it, it out. Is as okay. a it swear. is okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? You don't know what's going on, yeah. right? Like you don't like if you don't have any insight into your mind, you do not know what's holding you back. You don't <laughs> know when that doubt's entering. You don't know all of those things.
0: You, you're making business decisions without understanding why. Like yeah. you might feel like I. It, it It's not about the control necessarily. It's about I get value because I do this. I'm important because I do this part of the system. like i'm that creates value for me. And so if I give that to you, how am I valuable? Um, mm-hmm. So like if you never looked at that, then you are just making business decisions to make yourself feel good that maybe is important and maybe it isn't. Maybe it just yeah. needs some time to look at, but you have to look at it hmm.
2: right, yeah. Or it's just coming from a place of go or if it's coming from a place you know especially with this business owners what i see a lot of and what i've really had to check myself is like what uh, am i having the greatest like good of my client or the people Hmm. in my class versus what i want right and like why do i want it do i want it for me or do i want it for them because it's going to do something for them right Mm -hmm. and so when especially like with sales and marketing So if you go into sales and marketing, and it's coming from this place like, you need this, I can help you, blah, 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 like that Mm -hmm. feels really icky versus like, if you're really committed to getting these kind of like results and this sort of outcome, then you should work with me like that. You know, it doesn't, it's not swarmy, It's coming from a place that feels like empowered. And like, whether or not you choose me, I already know my value. I know what I offer my services and my, you know, my business and my, what I provide for you is super valuable and you'd be silly to miss out on it.
0: Do you think it is as powerful marketing as say like fear or you're lacking something um, mm. and and promising to fill that? Um, or, or do you think you're just by definition accepting that you're going to get a smaller percentage of clients because of that?
2: Um, that's a great question. So I, I, I do my best to not use fear as much of a marketing tactic. I mean, sometimes people, I mean, the, the science of selling is people buy, right? Like when they feel really threatened, but I also, um, I don't, it feels like, it's like, why not create a picture of, like, heaven for them versus a picture of, like, how shitty everything is. And threatening. <laughs> and and them, threatening yeah. Right, right. And I don't feel like I've gotten very good of a response when I tried to do that, mm. you know, in the past. It's like, if you can start creating, like, a, a painting a picture of what their life could look like if this was part of it. So even, like, with cool. voting, it's like if you floated and if this you know gave you this result what like what would your life look like with that result not just the result itself but like yeah the next step right like how would you show up for your children if you had this reset two or three times a day right like like flushing it out even further
0: that's great for them i love that and and i I have a very difficult time with, with the fear part as well. And that, that kind of selling and all of that. Uh, so I, I like hearing that, that's yeah. part of it. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Um, one other thing I would love to, to touch on is when you said Please. the worrying about your business. So one of the things that I've been attempting to do lately is I do not think or worry, let's say about my business, unless I can do something in that moment with it.
0: Oh. And you flex that muscle, so you are actually able to do that because yeah. you practice breathing and taking yeah. moments?
2: Yeah, it takes time, right? Or just focusing on what I'm doing, right? Whatever oh. that is. So if I'm sure. like washing dishes, then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to think or worry about my business right now because I'm not in front of a computer and I can't email that person. Okay. So I'm going to think about washing the dishes. Um, but it it's really interesting how that happens because then when you are sitting down and doing it, your mind again is trained, but you're mm. not getting triggered or getting stressed or falling into that mental state when you're away from your business. Because, like, you can't do yeah. anything about that tank that's leaking or whatever kind of problems <laughs> you guys have. <laughs> I
0: don't
2: know. Leaky our tanks tank. never leak.
0: No, certainly not. <laughs> certainly not our sponsors for yes. our tanks. No. Yes, never.
2: Okay. <laughs> Uh, or your salt content i don't
0: know what you guys were <laughs> <laughs> wow have you run a flow center danielle you sure know a lot
2: i know, I know so much guys does um uh, how
0: many <laughs> how many tabs do you have open when you're when you're working
2: yeah yeah exactly it's kind of that same sort of like idea right no like, i'm asking si- you <laughs> oh i only
0: have one no and, way yeah
2: totally and this is the thing is is because you know as much as like especially women we tout our like you know, I'm such a good multi oh, focus person. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many studies that are coming out right now, how ineffective we are when we're not focusing on the one thing in front of us. Yes, yes. And how we it takes us three times or more longer to get that task done. Hmm. So when you do sit down at your computer, and this is the other thing that I do, is I have my list of things to do, and I give myself timelines to do them. So we usually work really well under pressure, right? So it's like, oh my gosh, I have this essay like from high school that's due tomorrow (laughs) and I wait like the night before to finish it. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of human nature. And so if you can create these deadlines that you have to get stuff done quicker, like if you have, you know, three months to launch this summer campaign, you guys probably thought about it a long time ago, right? Like... However, we literally
0: long. did the exact same thing last year. We have all yeah. the material. Yeah. <laughs> like it should not be difficult. Yeah. Right. So it's going <laughs> to take
2: you three months to do it versus this actually needs to be done on May 21st. And you. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you say that it has to be done by this time. Or if I have mm-hmm. to write a newsletter, I could easily spend three hours writing, perfecting, researching, mm-hmm. going over all the stuff to write a newsletter. If I say. Danielle, you have 35 minutes to write a newsletter. Damn straight, I get a newsletter done in 35 minutes.
0: Totally, totally. So you
2: put it in, you put these, like, parameters on, and you get your shit done. And you move on to the next thing. And you turn your phone off, you know, like, I don't check social media during that time. I don't, like, when I get a ding on here, I don't check that. It's like, I am going to write this. And usually it doesn't take me as long as I had even given myself because I give myself the clarity and the the um you know focus to do it in that amount of time
0: awesome tangentially uh yeah. you're, you're talking about being on vacation being act- actually be on vacation not spinning but you also talked about creativity coming in during mm-hmm. these times during mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. hikes and all of that so <clears throat> i do have my most creative time i i, I have like uh, just ideas i'm in love with while i'm at the beach right mm-hmm. like or I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like totally gone because it's all of a sudden flowing again right i can right. think and i can feel um, but then what do I do with that in the moment? Like, do I spend 20 minutes and, and write it down, it down or? I do, what do,
2: what do or I, do? I give, I give myself prompts to remember it later. So, you know, if it's like a post idea or newsletter idea or mm-hmm. something I want to speak with, with my clients, I'll just write myself a long enough thing. So on my phone, I have Evernote, Yeah. um, you know, and I can just, um like write a quick like sentence or two i also give myself audio messages so okay. i'll just like pick it up really quick and i'm like hey i just got to do this really quick and it usually only takes like 60 seconds if you're like don't forget this da 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 uh-huh. this thing right and so that i think is different than like always working on your business like when you right. get a creative spark or an idea or an inspiring thing like make it make a note of it
0: yeah cool. just kind of capture it yeah later yeah yeah um also if just building off that um just because this personally really resonates with me is Mm -hmm. how do you then make sure you check it because i've taken so many notes and had so many (laughs) ideas that i didn't see till Mm -hmm. a month later when i was looking for an item on my grocery list or something i was like oh yeah i had that idea huh i have it in a
2: file marked ideas
0: Okay, and so when do you <laughs> when do you go into it? So okay, better yeah. organization. Okay, yeah, not yeah, next yeah. to the grocery no, no, list no, no, no. on no, no. Notepad. Like,
2: yeah, like so that's why that's why I love Evernote. Right, so I can tag stuff
0: sure, in the moment, okay.
2: or I go back through <laughs> later and tag stuff. But I also have like this like standing file that's like ideas and inspirations teaching things you know whatever and then I can move them later but as I have an idea then maybe I know that's going to go into my I have a folder called my writing and that's going to go into there when I flush it out more Um, but I just have like a whole it's like basically just like a holding space when I get those inspiration and then Monday is my creative day and so I go in at least on Monday morning and I look through and I put them like oh. if it's gonna be like a practice, if it's gonna be an audio recording, if it's a tool that I'm gonna create, then I put them later into like the the files of what that is going to be. Does wow. that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. That was kind of next level there, Danielle. Yeah. yeah.
2: I guess I am kind of organized well.
0: Well, if you're, if you're actually doing what you're talking about, you're pretty damn organized. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: it takes a lot and it took time, but I think the beginning is just having a place, like some people um, that I know that I work with have just like a small little teeny journal um, in their, you know, with their stuff all the time in their purse sure. in their back pocket and they just yep. write it down. And okay. then you just have to like carve out some time like, I don't know if you have a social media marketing day, right? Um, But creating blocks of time like that for me really worked. Like if I sit down, and like Monday is a day that I flush out like my newsletters, um, multiple posts, whatever it is, um, that day. I love yeah. it. Man, yeah. this has been
0: awesome. I love this. Uh, every yeah. once in a while, I'm like, Sandra, you got to listen to this episode. This is one of those <laughs> when I'm like, listen, <laughs> we yeah. need to listen to this one together. Yeah. Uh, which which is like an hour-long podcast will become a three-hour-long podcast because we hit we each hit pause every couple of minutes. We're like, well, blah, blah, blah. Why don't we do this? Blah, blah. I can already yeah. see us doing that on this episode. Um, yeah. So thank you. I also, yeah. the other thing that comes to mind is like, gosh, we should get, um, a bunch of people in the float industry together with you and kind of either brainstorm or just have kind of a, like a, I don't know if webinar is the right word for yeah. it. Yeah, I do a lot of like
2: webinars. That.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm...
0: I'll, I'll, I'll pitch that to the community and see what they think. Uh, yeah. That could be yeah. fun. It's yeah. very useful. Cause again, burnout, man, I feel like, Yeah. uh, like that's this has been great you and me talking but it also feels like we're scratching the surface but it seems like you have Oh, a I lot have more like so much. More, yeah. <laughs> this is
2: like barely like it's like the you know like the tip, very tip of the iceberg. Okay. Um just like a general overview of the type of stuff that I do because we didn't even huh. talk about mindset which I think is like the most important part for not doing burnout.
0: Well, damn it. We got to yeah. have you on again.
2: I know. Um, so, yeah, so If somebody a lot does more. want
0: go deeper and learn Mm -hmm. about learn about that as well um how does somebody find you
2: well you can find me on my website just don't judge me by my (laughs)
0: website it's
2: (laughs) speaking of like that you're out hiking you need to
0: be working on your website
2: i know but you know how it goes right like you're in charge of your website and your marketing and your newsletter and your bookings of speaking and all all of the things and we're building a yurt and a retreat center so we have a lot of things on our plate as well right Um, so my website is, you can still contact me on there. It's just the copy and everything is a little bit out of date, um, from when I first started a few years ago, but you can find me on there. Um, I would recommend just booking a consultation call and whether or not you decide to work with me, um, everybody walks away feeling like they have more clarity around Mm -hmm. kind of what's holding them back, um, where their mind's at and a step-by-step process to move forward with or without me. That would really you know, help turn things around.
0: And then I'm assuming also on social media, Facebook. Yeah.
2: So, um, yeah, my website's Danielle savory, just like the spice.com. Um, and, um, what is my Instagram? Oh, it's D savory underscore modern mindfulness.
0: And we'll and put then... links up on the, on our show yeah. notes as well.
2: Yeah. And you can go to my Facebook business page, but I don't do anything there. It's too much. So I just just <laughs> friend me. I love new friends on Facebook. Just friend me personally or follow. That's where I do a lot of my lives on neuroscience, bring my brain model into it, mindset stuff, all that good stuff.
0: And and I will say, as somebody who as as Brian can attest to, like really doesn't get Instagram or care for it at all. Yeah. Danielle's is super entertaining and inspiring as well. So yeah. if if nothing else, just to start to get to know her, following her on social media is actually like just like a smart and fun choice as well. She's just yeah. Super cool and just puts yourself right out there. Yeah, so thanks. Yeah. I, no holds barred.
2: It's not like curated. But <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look, does look very pretty. <laughs> but That's, I say a lot of very, you know, uh, poignant stuff or just very personal stuff, however. Yes. I want to do it.
0: Yeah. There's, there's always a little positive spin on it. This oh, yeah. The there's this a is teaching, I'm cutting There's it. teaching
2: yeah. moments in it, right. right? But I don't think it's really helpful to be like, hey, when you have a shitty day, do this. It's like if I'm talking about my shitty day, you're going to see something Uh, in me that you can relate to and it's going to remind you and it's going to give you an idea next time that happens so it's it's scientifically why i do that
0: i love it thanks danielle (laughs) thank you so much daniel thanks for joining us tonight um, I just want to, before we close out, give a thanks to FloatAway for supporting us. Their float tanks don't leak at all. Their plumbing is solid. <laughs> I don't know what Danielle's talking about, but it doesn't happen to FloatAway. Tranquility float tanks, the float cabin float around, all the different styles of float tanks that they're making for the industry, for your particular needs of the space of your float center, and the you know higher-end echelon are or, a or, you know, little smaller, a little bit tranquility float tank, which is still very nice with the starlights in the ceiling, all that good stuff. Uh, is all available at FloatAway.com. And like I always say, get in contact with Jenny and Colin. It's just uh, just good people to know, very supportive people uh, of people in the industry and making sure that people have success in this industry. So again, FloatAway.com is where you want to go and uh, let's see here. I want to thank Kim for taking show notes, of course. We appreciate it every single week. Kim is getting closer and closer to opening her float center, by the Mm -hmm. way. Congratulations on every step you're taking there. I wonder if this episode means anything to you, Kim. We'll, We'll have to check in. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to our uh, patreon supporters are patrons i think is how i say that and uh, of course if you're interested in more of the business side of uh, float consulting out forward slash consulting is where you want to go to get started and I, I would say somewhat similarly to how danielle explained it is um, our initial consults are not to sell you on consulting it's to actually get you uh, moving forward and, and see results from the the initial consult uh, and i think that's about it thanks so much danielle again truly appreciate it yeah, yeah, it was thanks super for being fun on.
2: A lot of
0: good Uh takeaways. Yay. Everybody else, remember there's an infinite amount to find in the presence of nothing. So spend some time there. We'll see you next week.